Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Dobberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. This week's Torah portion, Shlach Lecha, is one of my favorites of the entire year. Moses sends scouts to scout out the land of Canaan. It's a very complicated story, and the rabbis and the rabbinic tradition of Midrash read into it many lessons concerning self-confidence, concerning faith, concerning trust. It's a story which, of course, ends with the people sinning by accepting the message of the scouts that while the land might be beautiful, they would never be able to conquer it. They reject the land, and as a result, that generation is doomed to die in the desert, and their children inherit the land. It's a fascinating story. But one of the reasons that I like it is because on its simplest level, it's about something that's very near and dear to my heart. It's about traveling. Moses tells the scouts, go see the land. See what the people are like. See what the landscape is like. And according to the rabbinic tradition, to, to also get off the beaten path a bit and see some other places, even places that you might not have expected to be at. And then bring back some souvenirs. Come back with stories. Well, it's a very appropriate portion for me to talk about this week because I just came back from a very, very exciting week of traveling really the first significant travel like this I've done since before COVID, in fact, for quite a few years before this. I had the opportunity to travel along with my son to Zion National Park and Bryce Canyon National Park in Utah. I'd never been to either of them, and while I have been in every state of the country, even before last week's trip, I had never really explored Utah beyond the Salt Lake City Airport, and it was a tremendous trip. I have been to a lot of beautiful places in my life with our family and when I was growing up and and, and just, I love New England. I grew up in Boston. I love the New England coast. Michigan's a beautiful state, especially when you get up to Northern Michigan and you get around the lakes. I've uh, been to Hawaii with our kids. We went to Alaska. I've seen Yellowstone, but I have never, ever seen scenery like this. Uh, some of it reminded me of, of Israel, reminded me of the Negev, but much, much grander in terms of higher mountains and much more significant uh, geological features. And I just was absolutely stunned by the beauty. I don't know if those of you who are listening have had the opportunity to visit these parks, Zion and, and um, Bryce Canyon, but I, if you have any opportunity to do so, I would take it. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal trip. I want to talk, though, about something that I that occurred to me today as I started thinking about the trip and looking at the pictures that I had taken. And you may not, if you've been there, agree with my particular assessment, my particular perspective, because I think everybody sees these places and any beautiful places in different ways. But this is what I was thinking about today as I thought about it, and I want to share it with you. First of all, throughout my time in Zion and Bryce Canyon, a song kept occurring in my mind. It's a song written by, co-written by John Denver called Rocky Mountain High. It's about a person who discovers the beauty of the Colorado mountains. Uh, he, begins, as you know, I'm sure many of you, he was born in the summer of his 27th year, going home to a place he'd never been before. There's something about the idea in this song of finding great meaning 
and have and it being a life-changing experience to visit this particular place that he was talking about. I kept singing the song to myself and I realized that this really wasn't a life-changing experience for me, but it rather was an affirming, an affirmation of something that I have felt for so many years and spoken about on and on again, which is the importance of the beauty of the natural world, the importance of appreciating the marvelous creation of, of the world around us as we consider our place in the world, as we consider our place as, as individuals of faith. I'm very connected, of course, with the idea of God giving the Torah at Mount Sinai and, and beginning this wonderful tradition we have as Jews. But over the past few years, I've taken that step back, back in time, to talk about how important it is that we consider God in the sense of the creator, rather than just the lawgiver, rather than the teacher, but the marvelous creation that we have. And you don't need to go to a beautiful national park to appreciate creation. I'm looking out my window right now and the trees are beautiful and, and the flowers are nice and there are birds flying by, but every once in a while we need that intense experience of someplace remarkable to fully once again remind us of the beauty and the importance of creation. And that reminds us not only of the power of the beauty of creation, but also the power of the human being to be able to appreciate that beauty and find meaning in it. And I did find meaning. I found meaning in both Zion and in Bryce Canyon. And again, some of you who've been there may not agree with this assessment of mine, but this is the way I viewed it. They were both remarkable in their own ways, and I'm not going to pick one over the other. But I'm going to tell you something that was different about the two. I felt at Zion that I was part of the scenery. I felt that the scenery, the surroundings were in essence elevating me. Now, part of that was because we did extensive hiking, not the really, really difficult hiking. Somebody asked me if we went up Angel's Landing. Avi, my son, had done that a few years ago. We didn't go anywhere near Angel's Landing, I guarantee you. I'm not up to that, but we did a lot of hiking and a lot of walking in, in Zion. And I felt a part of it. As much as it was awe-inspiring, I felt it was elevating me. It was, it was bringing me up towards the peaks. I found myself looking up and feeling elevated by it and feeling that, that it was lifting me up. Bryce Canyon, on the other hand, felt different. In Bryce Canyon, if you've been there, you know you stand at the top and look down at these marvelous, marvelous hoodoos, these geological form formations that rise up out of the floor of the valley. And as I looked at them, I found myself feeling tre tremendously small, feeling that they were overpowering me, and that, that looking at this part of the natural world even though I was looking from the top, I felt it pulling me down. And I felt that standing next to them, I, I realized how small I really am compared to this wonderful uh, uh, environment around us and this wonderful earth around us. So the two beautiful places brought me two different feelings. Zion, where we were hiking through, uh, the, through it and walking up these paths, just had me lifting my eyes up and being, being elevated. In Bryce Canyon, I felt like I was humbled, humbled by the great beauty of the world. But isn't that what 
the world is supposed to do for us? Isn't that what our faith in God is supposed to do for us? It's supposed to elevate us and humble us at the same time. It's supposed to make us feel greater so that we, we appreciate the grandeur of the human being. But it's also meant to show that we are only one small part of this wonderful universe that we live in and that we can't be too arrogant. We need to understand there are things, there are forces, there are, are structures in, in, in this universe that are bigger, so much bigger than we are. And that we know our place. <clears throat> we know our place by balancing the sense of elevation with the sense of humility. And this is what our tradition has always tried to teach us. And you can also learn that from Parshat Shlach Lecha. The scouts come back and they say, the people of the land were like giants and we felt like grasshoppers in comparison. And according to this great Midrash, God says, okay, you felt like grasshoppers, but maybe, how do you know how you look to them? Maybe I made you look to them like angels. The reality is that we are both angels and grasshoppers. We're, we we can be elevated above the, our, our simple uh, humanity to be to to be something greater, to recognize the beauty of the world, to recognize the glory of the world, to do great things within the world, to have great dreams and great visions. And we can also remind ourselves how important it is to to be humble at the proper times to look at the world around us and see things that are more powerful than we are and not think that we are the be-all and end-all of creation. It's that balance between elevation and humility that really makes us fully human beings. And it's what I saw in these two places. It was a phenomenal trip. And as I said, if you have the opportunity, if you've never done it, to visit these places and others, I would certainly urge you to do so. I've had the opportunity to visit several of the national parks, Yellowstone, uh, Grand Teton, briefly at Yosemite, uh, up, in, up in the Badlands and then Denali, and, and all of those are wonderful, wonderful places. But something about this experience this week really touched me deeply and reminded me that being out in the world reminds us how great we are, how great we can be and how small we are. And that balance between those and accepting both of them, I think is what it means to be a person of faith. Until next time, thank you.